What is up, my Catholic brothers and sisters? <laughs> it is your boy, St. Matthew. I know I've been gone for a while. I know I'm the favorite one in the podcast. You guys miss me. <laughs> yeah. But it's okay. I don't know. We got to take a poll on that one. <laughs> uh, okay, right. But I'm finally back. Sorry, work has been crazy. Life has been crazy. Carlos is super lazy, so he doesn't do anything all day, so he has plenty of time. Me and Fofo are the only ones that work, so you know. Um, well, actually, actually, I would, I would like to defend myself here. Um, you see, I haven't been in work uh, for a while because I've been recovering from COVID. Um, so there's like, not to bring up an excuse, but there's my excuse. And, you know, I'm a scheduled guy. You know, I I don't have, unfortunately, I guess, I don't have a job like they do. They, their jobs are like pretty last minute. So... I'm not, lazy. I'm not lazy. I'm not lazy. I'm not lazy. They just uh, add like, more hours onto our just shift. Like, that's like, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. They're whatever, man. I know. I know what I am. All right. So today's episode will be entitled "Modernism?" Question mark. Question mark. Now, some of y'all might have the wrong definition or view on modernism. Modernism is not necessarily a bad thing. But there are certain applications and views that young people and sometimes even older people try to apply within the Holy Church that is just not right and not yes. allowed. Uh, so we'll be getting into that today. But let's get into this. Like always, I'm Matthew. I'm Carlos. And I'm Fofo. Oh, yeah. I can't do it the voice right now. I'm Fofo. So I'll, I'll just uh, lead into this right here. You know, cool, cool. Just a quick side note. Whenever I talk, I get a cyst. Like assist when I talk, you know, like 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 that. I don't know. Like why. a anyways, like a lisp. Assist or li- like lisp. a lisp. 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 Like this. Call me Spencer. Yeah, you get a yeah. Little, you get a little lisp. Like, like, yeah, like, like only when I'm recording buddy. though. Only when I'm recording though. And if you actually have one, uh, I'm not sorry because it's kind of funny. Um, that, oh no no no, <laughs> that's wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I I'm yeah, I'm sorry. It's a beautiful thing. Don't anyone don't let anyone judge you down. Blah blah blah. Sentimental stuff. All right. Anyways, um, so modernism, <laughs> it it can be a very fantastic thing, but it can also be a very toxic, harmful thing to the church, especially. Um, recently, we've been seeing it. Um, within a presidential candidate, cough, cough, hint, hint, Biden. Um, and uh, and also just, if you notice a lot of youth around us, a lot of people, especially in youth groups and that, not necessarily saying any of our youth groups, but they apply modernistic views into the church. And it's just not, it just cannot be applied to the church. You cannot do that to the church. Um, you know, we're, we're not the ones that decides what happens to the church. It's up to certain people that are above us and God himself, mostly. Um, yeah. So uh, it can be very harmful. Uh, we will get into details, but if you guys have your take on it, please say so now. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I almost just choked on water. Wow. <clears throat> Anyways, <laughs> all right. Okay, so yeah. I The reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I've been seeing some posts <clears throat> lingering around in the world of the IG uh, just about how uh, about modernism and rejecting modernism and how you know us as Catholics we should uh, stay true to the the original uh, forms and traditions of our church. Um, while I do think that to an extent modernism uh, can be a good thing, I do think there is a line that is crossed. Uh, and one mm-hmm. thing that I wanted to bring up first for you guys to talk about, a buddy of mine reached out to me and asked my opinion on this, and I was like, you know what, I want to I want to bring this up on the podcast. I want to see what the guys have to say. What do you guys think? This is like one of the modernistic things that are trying the some people are trying to do. I think mostly in the European the European church. Um, what do you guys think about pre-recorded mass parts? Ooh, mm-hmm. I never even heard of that. Yeah, <laughs> me neither, to be honest, bro. That's like uh, to me, that's a no-go. My opinion. 
Uh huh. Um, why? First, why? Well, I mean, you know, mass is all. That's mass is a sacred thing. It's supposed to be an in-person, holy thing. You can't pre-record a holy thing and be like, "All right, enjoy this." Like, no, like, yeah. that's not right. But that's very simple. Yeah, I, I kind of agree, man. It's it's. I think it's something too too sacred to try to make into a pre-recorded type show. You know. Yeah. Like, I understand during this time, like of COVID. Um, we're we're doing live and that's a big difference like we we did live masses yeah keyword live you know um and i understand you know some families um just can't get to mass because of the current situation they might have somebody that is at risk of um getting covid and maybe and possibly you know something happening to them but um if you watch it after it's been recorded i i feel like it's not the same thing Oh, wait, hold up. I think we're getting this mixed up. I'm talking about like mass parts. So I'm talking about, so you know when yeah, they, or yeah. where, where someone would sing, like where they sing the Amen or they sing the Lamb oh, of God. Oh, oh, oh. So, yeah. my bad. Actually, you, yeah. You know, Actually, like Carlos, with the headphones uh, and stuff, like it's kind of hard to like sometimes make out what you said, but. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a no for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I totally agree. And when, uh, when he brought it up, I was kind of just like, um, I didn't like I, I kind of had the same reaction. I was like I didn't even know I didn't even know that was a thing, you know. And yeah. me as a as a worship leader myself, like you know, uh, someone who um, leads the congregation through music and worship and during the mass, I completely. I mean, first of all, then that would mean I have no I have no way of service. <laughs> and then second of all, I just think it takes away from the value of you know the church being one together. Like yeah. think about it. Like th- essentially what they're what they're doing over there. And for those specific churches that are doing that, they're just pressing play. They're just pressing mm-hmm. play, and they're taking away yeah. from the uh, the authenticity of the tradition of chanting or singing uh, these mass parts that really add to the beauty of the mass as it is. Yeah, yeah. and you you know you mentioned singing the amen part. Um, you know, for those who might not understand, Carlos, do you mind giving us a little taste of how that sounds, if you don't mind? <laughs> wow, <laughs> just way to throw me on the spot. Okay, so there's there's like there's like different. Uh, com- there's different um, worship leaders who have made different parts. Personally, you know, I like more upbeat music, more like um, like younger worship style music. So I like the Matt Marr Massive Communion Mass parts. So it's it's di- very different. You have your old lady chants, I would call them, where it's just like you know, <laughs> you know, the wearing the veil, like very traditional, very like you know, very. And then you have your Latin chants. Um, a, a lot of people, a lot of people are starting to get like the Latin chants again. Uh, but more personally, I like the more youthful chants. It's more of like a yeah. kind of like a, a beat uh, twist to it. I don't have my guitar with me. It's across the room, um, or else I, I, w- I would give yeah. you guys a little excuses, taste. Excuses. Oh, just just go acapella, bro. That's, yeah, acapella. That's, yeah, acapella. <coughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah, pitch perfect, dude. <laughs> wow, wow. Um, how about yeah. how about how about Lamb of God? All right, you want to go right, simple right. where there's not a lot of ranges. What do you mean? No, there is. You know, Ave Maria, right now. <laughs> you said Ave Maria. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I 
yeah. Oh, just like, I just like, you know, I'm actually never saying that song, but I, I, I want to one day at like at a wedding or something. Yeah. Not at my wedding, that's for sure. You no, my God. <laughs> no, you know why? Because I'm going to be your best man at your wedding. That's why. That's right. Watch him start busting it down. The priest is just like, what the? <laughs> What's going on here? Oh, man. Instead of giving a speech, I'm just going to sing a song. He's going to sing it when like you guys go present the, the flowers to the Virgin Mary. I don't know if. Oh, like, yeah. When I yeah, that's when you do that. That's what happens. Yeah, that's when you do that. Nah, um, but, but yeah, I understand what you're saying, Carlos. Um, a lot of other things, especially too, is um, guess what, folks? We're getting political because we have to. Um, because some of you just don't seem to be able to process it in your head. Um, you know, uh, there's a very simple saying going around right now: is that you cannot be a Democrat and a Catholic. You just can't. Because therefore, by you supporting that party, you're supporting the party of pro-choice, which means you're supporting the party of abortion. You are therefore supporting that sin, whether you realize it or not. I know the world is very dark and confusing. Well, guess what? We're here to help shed some light for you. Um, yes, I'm not saying you have to like the person that's in charge of the Republican Party or a conservative party. You don't have to. That's your right. But you cannot support abortion or pro-choice. You just cannot. You're, you know, that's, you're, you're not Catholic if you're doing that. And people are like, oh my gosh, that's so harsh to say. Well, guess what? Facts don't care about feelings. And um, Okay, Ben Shapiro. I want you... Want <laughs> <laughs> to start talking really fast? I can start talking really fast. Oh, right I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but you know what? Uh, like me and Carlos and Fofo say, I would rather have you hate me and have me help you get to heaven than have you like me and help you get to hell. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and modernism is very, very alive right now in the church with all these youth, these teenagers who are, quote, unquote, the dumbest word in the world, woke. Um, and, you know, they apply these, these ideas. They, they say that, no, you can be pro-choice and this and that, or, you know, it's okay to allow, you know, the gay marriage within the church. Like, that's fine. Like, we shouldn't be homophobic and stuff like that. First of all, we're not homophobic. Get that out of your mm-hmm. head. We are not yeah. a homophobic church. Mm-hmm. We love our brothers and sisters no matter how you are, no matter what color you are. I don't care. We love you. But we have God's natural law and order that says marriage between man and woman. We cannot yeah. disobey God. And these mm-hmm. youth are starting to disobey God with modernism. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, it's we just I did a live. I did a live a couple weeks ago with Catholic Guardians. Uh, yeah. Shout out to them, by the way. Check them out. Um, and you know he he simply brought it up he goes we are losing men he's like he's not like talking about the gender like we have the gender here he's like but the actual meaning of a catholic man we are losing them and mm-hmm. the same thing for catholic women because modernism takes that away yeah now, i'm not saying all modernism does that of course not but some modernism is good for us but yeah the modernism that we are allowing it the toxic modernism that we are allowing to the church is taking that away yeah no, and I think it stems from like what you were saying from the youth. Um, quite frankly, it stems from that woke youth, as you would say, um, that pretty much question like, oh, why can't we do this? Why can't we think like this? Like, you know, I want to be Catholic, but I also want to think like this. And mm-hmm. while, you know, yeah, everyone is entitled to their own you know, opinion or whatever. But I think it's that same those same type of people that are, in a sense, trying and uh, affecting, you know, the basis of our faith. So then that's what builds up the controversy, you know, within our faith. So then our faith is m- represented incorrectly. And, oh, yeah. you know, and, and I think it, it's been happening for a while. You know, it's been happening ever since. I mean, I mean, pretty much my whole entire and pretty much my whole entire life. And, and I think <laughs> that um, it's just going to get worse. And especially now, especially now with like everything that 
uh, is, you know, all the opinions and all the values that are being brought up, especially in our country right now. Uh, the youth is more woke than ever. And it's, it's, it's for real affecting the church from within, you know, and, it, and it's kind of sad to see how even like our own leaders, our own bishops, our own priests oh, are being kind of persuaded by this sort of modernistic movement. And yeah. it's like, it's like, okay, you're supposed to be leading us to the truth. And you, instead of you're just confusing us more. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, oh, like yeah, give, me, give me straightforward. And it's and it's just causing confusion within the church, outside of the church, for what the church stands for, and overall just for how people view the church. Yep. Yeah, man. It's, it's uh, you know, it's funny that you say, like, it's been happening for a while. It has actually been happening for, for a while. It's actually, like, I think 1890 or probably before that. But it was with uh, Pope Pius the mm-hmm. ninth and Pope Pius the tenth in 1910. Pope Pius the tenth said, um, "I have not defeated it. I just put it underground, but it will return." And it's something that actually <laughs> has has came to fruition. I guess you could say, you know, yeah. where it's coming back. And um, sadly, man, like you said, it's not just the youth, man. It's also like you said, JC. Um, our priests, our, our our people that are in charge, or at at the at the front of it, you know what I mean? Because yeah. there, there are some people that are um, some priests that are eternally, like internally. Uh, I can't say that word, man. <laughs> eternally. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, JC. Um, but it's 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 happening from the inside where um, they've gotten inside the church and they're starting to teach all these. Um, these these things that are not correct for us and for the Catholic Church. Sure, um, people are probably thinking when we're talking about this is like, oh, the church is against like technology and 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 put, bringing it into to the church. But that's not what they're talking about. We're talking about not being pro-life. Um, talking about not ha- uh, you know like people able to have like abortions and not care about p- other people's lives yeah. and not just other people's lives but like rights and everything like that yeah and it's it's a delicate thing because in in the times that we're we're in but the truth is like we can't go that route because it it goes directly against our teachings man and Mm -hmm. um modernism looks at everything like philosophically and scientifically so they believe that you know that we don't have this um that basically, like Jesus is not real. We're too they, old school. They, 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 yeah, yeah, that yeah. that that it's yeah. all in our minds. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, how, how how I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um. So recently, you might have seen a video of him. Uh, God bless this man, Father Altman. Let's go, Father Jim Altman. Father right. Altman. Let's go. I I love and I I mean this with my full heart. I love this man. This man did some of the one of the bravest things ever, but he did it because it was necessary. This man mm-hmm. released a video explaining why you need to be. It's, he's first of all he no, he noted that it sucks that we have to bring politics into it, but he noted that it, it, it's necessary now because mm-hmm. yeah because the politicians are the ones that are actually putting certain laws and allowing certain things to happen that are either positive or negative for the church. Mm-hmm. So, Father Altman 
released a, an amazing, powerful video, and if you have not seen it, then you're crazy. You're gonna be living under <laughs> a rock. You need to see it now. Um, he released a video pretty much explaining how modernism is diminishing and ruining our church, and how our bishops, not all, but the majority of our bishops are corruptly allowing this modernism to leak into the blessed church and poisoning her slowly to death. Oh, yeah. And he brought up, and you know, I have to say this, I have to say this because we're going to talk about his whole speech. That's pretty much what's going to, we're going to base a lot of this podcast off of what he said because he brought up pretty much every single point of modernism. Um, yeah. First point, we have a very, very, very important election coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Very important. This election will determine the victory or the defeat of our pro-life movement. Yeah. And that's not just the only thing. Protection of the church, because this current president has definitely spoken out for protection towards our church. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and true communication with the Pope, because our president does like to communicate with the Pope. Yeah. Um, we have a candidate, Joe Biden, running that calls himself a Catholic. And this man should be ashamed of calling himself a Catholic. I am a sinner, yes. He is a sinner, yes. But I... I still follow my ways, my teachings, and I confess my sins. This man, I know, does not confess his sins. This man continues to allow the genocide of innocent babies. He goes against the teachings of the church. He allows modernistic ideas to come into the church. He supports these movements, these these communistic movements that pretty much just say, F the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that those are his voters are there. And if you are listening to this and you are Catholic, and you say that you do not support our current person in power, but you will support the person going against him, then you need to do a humongous, humongous look in the mirror and really see if you want to be Catholic. Because if you don't, <laughs> we don't need you. We really don't need you. The church the church needs prayers, and the church needs dedicated Catholics, not false Catholics. Yeah. And I think one of the big, the biggest, I mean, yeah, I feel like we've been political, we've been talking a lot of politics and I think it's just because of the, you know, it's, it's, it's the election year. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's our job as, as not only as citizens, but as Catholics as well to talk about, you know, the Catholic vote. And I think one of the biggest arguments that, you know, people supporting uh, the opposing, um, you know, runner to candidate to our, our president mm-hmm. is that, you know, pro-life means defending all life and they would bring up the lives of you know obviously like the black lives matter the you know the immigrants um the uh, how ice is treating some woman and they would bring that stuff up and you know all like the stuff that you know planned parenthood provides but this is the 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 deal is here and i think in, in my opinion like one of the biggest things uh, to to say against that is that okay you have those feelings and and yes that stuff is terrible and, I, and like for for no reason do i agree with it but at the same time, I'm not. I'm not going to agree with someone who defaces uh, religion, um, who defaces uh, the dignity of the unborn life. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who defaces? Um, our, our, who represents our church wrongly? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. One, I I think I saw uh, that Joe Biden said, "Yes, I disagree with abortion, but who am I to tell someone what to decide?" Yeah, you're a Catholic. That's who <laughs> yeah. you are. Too. I was yeah. like, bro, you're a Catholic, bro. You're yeah, you're trying to like, you know, and it's it's, it's like a, it's a big thing, man. And, and you know, Father Altman was was very stern. He was very well. First and foremost, he was very polite and very respectful about how he mm-hmm. brought it up. You know, he oh, wasn't. Yes. But he was. 
What? I'm sorry, keep going. No, <laughs> no, he was he was he wasn't rowdy and he wasn't like disrespectful. He wasn't throwing no f bombs, no mm-hmm. no dumb bombs or anything like that. He was literally just giving it how how it is. And we need more people like that, not just priests, um, but men, men. And you know, Matt brought up a good point. You know, in with his live stream with Catholic Guardians. Yeah, man, manhood between the Catholic inside the Catholic Church is dying. You know, being a man means living for God right being a man means having a relationship with god okay mm-hmm. so you say you already have a relationship mm-hmm. with god okay cool you can define yourself as a man but you're a catholic right and then it means much more than that it means now protecting the church it means now standing up for what the church believes in at all costs even if it means that some people are going to disagree with you some people are going to argue you you might even mm-hmm. lose some friends for that fact mm-hmm. but at the yeah. end of the day is you know it's your duty as a catholic man to protect the church Maybe not yeah. physically, but verbally, you always have a voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It, it, it's it's crazy. Uh, you know what, guys? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to have to watch that video, guys, so that way I could, like, really get an idea of what, what it, he Popo. said in that video. Come <laughs> on. No, 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 for real. Like, I had to do my, my – I, I did my research, but I looked up – I seen other people um, talking about it, you know, but I have to watch his because it, it sounds like he, he would, like, really digged into – um, what's going on in today's world? You know, you know Absolutely. what I mean. Yeah. And yeah. and it sounds awesome, dude. Like, you do have to be a Catholic man, and not and not just not just by like saying you're Catholic and and de- defending, but also showing like if you're married and you have kids, showing your kids the correct way to be a Catholic. I guess you could say. Oh yeah. Or you know, um, because it's funny that you you bring up men because I don't know if you guys know this, but if a single father brings his children to church constantly to mass and is part of the church, I think it's like something like 30% or 32% of those kids um, continue in the Catholic faith. Yeah. If yeah. it's a single mother, it drops down to like 12%. Yeah. If yeah. it's a couple and the, and the say it's a couple and the, the man doesn't go to church, it's, it stays at like 20%. Yeah. Um, but it just shows the importance of a father kind of leading from the front and showing his kids how to be Catholic. Yeah, exactly. And uh, his, so I, I was doing a rosary the other day, mm-hmm. and I was also listening to a, a certain, a, I don't even know what to call it, to be honest. JP2 was speaking fast, pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. I was listening to a recording of it, yeah. and lis- listening to that man talk is just amazing. And, um, <laughs> And uh, he was emphasizing so, so much. And it kind of, to me, I could see why people would have gotten annoyed by when he was talking then and there live Mm -hmm. at that time when you were, you know. But uh, he emphasized the fact, and it it, it put fear in me, but for a good reason. Yeah. Um, It put genuine fear. And what he constantly kept on saying was the path to hell is very, 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 very large. Super. It's so easy to walk into it. So easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the path into heaven is the thinnest, roughest road you would ever have to enter. And mm-hmm. it's very hard to get into heaven. And he kept on saying that constantly, over and over and over again. And then you realize, look at look at society right now. Look how social media, look how politicians, look how celebrities are influencing people our age and younger, and even people older than us. They're leading them away from God. And it's so easy to follow them too. It's so easy to be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna live my life like that. Cause the road to hell is very, very, very easy. 
It's yeah. very, very broad. And when you look at Father Altman, that's the road to heaven right there. And you are criticized, you are hated for, and you're called racist, you're called sexist, you're called homophobic. Whatever it may be, you're hated. Mm-hmm. And that path is hard and it is thin. But JP2 predicted it. He noticed it was happening. He said, this is what's going to happen in the modern world, and it's going to happen soon. And he said, the path will be so broad and so easy to get into hell. And the path to heaven will pretty much look like it's not even there. Yeah. So yeah, man. Everyone, need, if you're listening to this, like you need to understand, you're sometimes you're going to have to be the outcast. Sometimes you're going to have to be the only person standing in the room saying, you know what? No, I'm not going to stand for this because my church and my God tells me not to. And take the criticism, take the heat, take the hate, take whatever you have to take. Because at the end of the day, when you get into heaven, and God forbid, but their soul goes to hell, you did what you had to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that you know, looking at modernism, I think the biggest thing for us to do as a young church um embrace the good reject the bad embrace the good or reject Mm -hmm. the bad the good what does the good look like okay you know like matt like i think like fofo was saying you know good things that could help our church okay yeah media like what we're doing right now this podcast this is something that is done through social media something that is done through outreach you know even like within the parishes you know like more outreach, more media, um, maybe some t- maybe in in the mass. Obviously, not taking away from the most important things, but you know some of that could actually be used for good, to to really spread uh, the the word much more widely. The yeah. bad, the bad is when they start changing the ideologies of the church. It's like they start making a whole new church doctrine. You know, they start changing. They start changing the. They try to change the theology. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they like yeah, like, like you're just like okay, like you know, they they all of a sudden they're out of nowhere they're getting these ideas that the church, you know, they're saying the church should stand for and you know, oh, we could do this and we could do that. Accept accepting modernistic views and claiming them as the Catholic view. You know, yeah, and that's yeah. that's where it, the damage is done, man. You know, the theology of this church is set, you know, and you know, the bishops meet and and they have their own thing, like and they set the things for the church. If they, if the, if the bishops and the leaders of the church wanted to change something, then they will change it. You know, we look, we look at the Second Vatican Council, Council, mm-hmm. and different things that have, you know, in a sense, modernized the church. You know, like uh, before, like masses were solely in Latin, and right. you know, and they yeah. S- yeah. slowly that slowly that started changing, and that was because people saw that in that way, modernism had to take over. So the 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 beauty of the mass can be given to people who spoke different languages. And so that's yeah. good. But you can't like the bad would be, you know, saying like, oh, yeah, you know, now as a church, we, we accept it. You know, we're going to let, uh, for an example, gay people get married um, in the Catholic church or we're mm-hmm. going to let, you know, uh, we're going to support, uh, you know, abortion clinics or the, that exact same thing. Or even things like like the pre-recorded mass taken away from the value of mass or, yeah. you know, um, what some people even disagree with. Um, what is that? The dancing, liturgical dancing, you know, during yeah. during the presentation of the Eucharist um, and the consecration, oh, I, I, not during the yeah, consecration I, I of the just, Eucharist. I, I, I love the, the dancing, man, but um, if it's taken away from God and Christ and what, what the center is, um, it's a little, I, yeah, it's a little too much for me. It's a little yeah. weird. Kind of looks a little satanic in a way, not going to lie. <laughs> mm, yeah, that, that, the that's, that's, that's the debate. That's the debate. Um, yeah. I like, I can understand maybe... Maybe in like the the, the procession, maybe going yeah. inside the church, but I cannot. I I would not stand for it if it's during 
the consecration or not any- even then though the only day i can understand that and i still wouldn't allow myself but the only day i can understand it is today jesus rose from the dead that's a celebratory day yeah yeah but even like, then that's like uh <laughs> it's kind of yeah it's kind of weird yeah there's like weird. one one mass that i i look at this is the one time i do like it i guess because of my mexican heritage when they do the aztec dance like JC said in the procession and like they walk out. Oh, during the Guadalupana? Yeah, for the for the our Lady of Guadalupe celebration, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, but they always do that though. That's yeah, that's, a, that's, that's different. That's forever. different. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, tradition. That's totally different. Yeah, that is complete tradition that bishops allowed ever since. So like that's that's fine. But this stuff like, is just yeah. I guess that's where like the line is, right? Like it's just yeah. I mean, if you look at them, they're dressed in like all white robes, and they're like just it looks creepy to me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and like there's some there's some conjurer and stuff happening up in here man i don't know what's going on yeah man and it's just like um oh oh or even like okay so the church in, okay let me talk about the church um in australia and the church in germany very mm-hmm. very liberalistic churches um they you know they they allow there's uh i i went i went to youth day um, yeah. or it was RE Congress this past year and there was this lady talking about how she was giving homilies um, and how you know that, that whole like woman pr- the woman priest movement you know yeah. oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah the, no. the ones with the pamphlets and stuff outside of oh. the, the, the stadium yeah dude that was the like, one the one thing I will consider is well I don't know so the Vatican didn't start uh having priests uh you know not being allowed to be married till after the fifth century in in mm-hmm. the church's calendar so yeah, after yeah. the fifth century and that that is still very up for debate we we it's it's constantly being brought up like well you should let priests marry like it's not right i personally would want to keep it as in they don't get married and the only person they are quote unquote married to is god oops yeah, I do. I call God. Yeah. God is not God in the church, right? Yeah. Yeah, God. Is, the the priests are supposed to be married to the holy church. We call mm-hmm. her the church because it's it's we represent it as a beautiful. It's it's just there's so many things that can be brought up within this podcast, and it would take hours and hours. But the thing is, I guess we could leave it off at this: is you need to understand that we have a certain. A certain way of life that the church tells us to live yeah it's not it's not mm-hmm. a, it's not you know it's not like a dictatorship or anything like that mm-hmm. but it is a way to help us get into heaven we have the basic building blocks that the church gives us to get into heaven we do not take advantage of that or we're trying to change those things we're not getting to heaven it's that simple it's literally that simple you're yeah. going to hell like <laughs> sorry <laughs> hate to break it to you but hell is a real thing and it's very miserable beyond yeah. our imagination beyond what we can comprehend yeah so stop following the mainstream and start following god oh yeah that's that's all i got yeah. you know what we're gonna put that in the description when we post it stop following the mainstream and start following god we're gonna Amen. put that i'm gonna get that tattooed on me actually i'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, just get no but yeah but, i totally know, agree bro and i think you know don't okay so embrace embrace our teachings embrace our traditionalism you know 
people call us people call the catholic church very old school very like mm -hmm. old and stuff like that but embrace that you know um, stick to it and know that you're living the lifestyle that's going to get you to heaven like matt said you know don't let people bring you down because the church is so-called old school no 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 like we're we act like this because we want to live out virtuous and holy lives and that mm -hmm. and that's the that's the base of it all and that's what's going to get us to heaven that's what's going to make us reach sainthood and holiness yeah yeah, most definitely. Yeah, man, this um, is a good topic. This is a good podcast. Yeah, man, we. This I is. think we could we could go on and on for for days about this. Um, and um, one little thing before um, we finish off, you know, me like I we said it. I think yesterday, um, this is something new we're doing. It's just me, JC, and Matt. We we kind of try to put a lot of um, effort into this and hope to like continue doing this, maybe even like full time or whatever. Um, but if you guys could continue to like support us on Patreon, that way we could, uh, like, we, like we said, give you guys better quality, um, upgrade our equipment, and just uh, put out the best stuff we could for you guys. So, yeah, most yeah. definitely, it would be very much yeah. appreciated. Um, all right, well, that was a that was a good episode and got me fired up. So let's go to war. All right, but uh, really, like Fofa said, please keep spreading the page. Um, any way you can help, please help. Uh, we need more followers. We need more listeners because we need the word of God to get out there. Amen. Um, Amen. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna end it off with that. So you know, like always, I'm future Saint Matthew. And um, you know, future Saint Carlos. <laughs> okay, maybe. Maybe. maybe, maybe I might change my name. I might change my name. <laughs> and uh, future Saint Fofo. Fofo. Cool. <laughs> future Saint Fofo. Right. Patron but Saint I of football. Uh, I appreciate it. And that's all, folks. Have a good one. <laughs> You're a clown. See Peace you guys. Up. Have it.